Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. A couple of pieces of business here, guys. Uh, a nice email from Liz over at Evine. She was thanking us for having Donny Osmond on the show last Friday. And Liz said he went on and on after the interview about how fun Lori and Julia are. Ah, <laughs> And hopefully we will get him for an in-studio interview when he's back in town in October. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. My girlfriend sent me a text after that interview. Uh-huh. She goes, I can't. What is wrong with you two girls that you would lose Donny Osmond's cell phone number? <laughs> and I said, you know, when I said we lost his number, I'm cell number. I'm just kidding. kidding and she's yeah. like, oh. why? why? I've known you since third grade. Why do I still fall for all the gullible crap? You're right. I'm just like, I don't know. Real quickly, uh, Jess Whitmore from Shakopee, our latest winner of an Amazon Echo spot. Congratulations. Enjoy that, Jess. How did she win it? Well, by uh, downloading the new MyTalk 1071 app and registering for listener rewards. So congrats to her. So we've got, let's see, we've got the rest of this week and next week. Yep. So a few more Amazon Jeez. Echo spots to give away. A lot. Know, my more. mom's waiting yes. for her name to yeah. be drawn. Mm. That's so that's so awesome. Okay, so the Today Show is really getting excited, probably like all of the entertainment and morning news shows about the royal wedding. But they're sending Eight people. Right? I know they really have, and they're a lot. doing the primetime special, including get Megan Kelly yeah, going. And she got to go, even though you could just see those ladies rolling their eyes at her <laughs> somewhat with her fascinator this morning mm-hmm. on uh, the Today Show. Uh, really? But they have Keir Simmons, and you know I love he can go from war zone to royal zone. Keir, he goes to the Vatican. Mm-hmm. He does. I mean, he's just great. But anyway, here's what we know: a month to go before the royal wedding between Prince okay. Harry and. Meghan Markle. In just four weeks' time, here at Windsor Castle's St. George's Chapel, the couple would exchange vows in front of 600 guests. The ceremony we now know will be very different from Kate and William's wedding seven years ago. Smaller, more intimate, and with no politicians. The couple have just said, look, we either have all of the heads of state or none, and they've opted for the latter. William is expected to return the favor and be Harry's best man. Kate, with baby number three due any day now, will be there. And we understand that George and Charlotte will be a page boy and bridesmaid. And in that sense, we'd expect Kate to be front and centre of the ceremony simply because she's going to have to marshal her own children in the event. After the service, the newlyweds, like William and Kate, will greet crowds in style. So while Windsor and the world prepares, what else do we know about this British-American royal wedding? The official photographer will be Alex Lubomirsky. He took the engagement photos back in November. The florist is Philippa Craddock, who will create bouquets from flowers picked in the gardens of Windsor Castle. And the wedding cake will be made by American-born Claire Patak in her London bakery, Violet Cakes. But the dress? Well, that is still a secret. 
With her passion for modern couture, will Meghan break with royal tradition and go for something a little more radical? We've had Ralph and Russo thrown into the mix. The designs of their gowns tend to be very youthful, lots of frothy tulle. The fashion world favourite? Erdem. His recent Spring Summer 18 collection had a lot of brocade. In fact, it was a nod to royalty for sure. From American actor sure. to American princess, Meghan's journey to this historic chapel in Windsor is just the beginning of her royal life beside Prince Harry. I'm, she has opted can, for the latter. But can you uh, imagine that, you know, like, uh, just think of how a bride is. You are, you've been on your wedding day and Windsor Chapel, you no, know. No, you have so it, many other layers of nervousness. Yeah, un, unbelievable. Uh -huh. And um, Donnie posted a little montage of, of dreamy photos of the two of them together. Basically, all the photos that we've seen of them. Yesterday, uh, Meghan Markle, she uh, made an appearance with Prince Harry at the Commonwealth for youth, something, it was a royal assignment. I mean, she's just jumped right in there. And, and both of us have given her an F Well, it's her the fashion. first time, it was the, the Commonwealth Youth Forum, and it was the first time that her outfit needed to be burned head to toe. Oh, oh it was the worst uh, thing was, I've ever seen well, in my well, life. Well, tell everybody okay, what you did Okay, it was like an Altazura dress that had buttons, pinstripes, belt, the way it was cut, it was all bad, with a Kardashian-sized blazer thrown over it, with a cross body bag and crisscross shoes. It was a terrible outfit, but she spoke in very clear terms about human rights and well, LGBTQ rights. Right. And she said, Miss Markle's words were, this is a basic human's rights issue, not one about sexuality. And they're really hoping that Prince Harry and Meghan, because... There's very little LBTQ yeah, they're not as activism in the British over there royal uh, right. family. The last one to be really involved was Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. So they're really hoping that mm -hmm. uh, Meghan and Harry will be the royal ambassadors the to the LGBTQ community. So Can I just good. describe? Because I remember that um, that material because it was a white material with a very thin navy pinstripe in it. I believe I I've had. had I've had, had this dress. I, I've had something close to that. With the buttons. But the double-breasted black buttons up it, and then the crossbody purse, and then the belt, and none of it worked. I was shocked. Yes. But she has something much better on today, so not to worry. I know. Not yeah. to worry. Yeah, it's the first time we've ever just seen her where we just gasped. And then the crossbody bag, I kind of thought that they don't... That's not a good look for a princess. No. You know, I'm used to princess carrying their little clutches. I mean, remember Lady Di? She had her clutch that always matched she her will dress. She when she marries Prince Harry. She can't be That's walking around with a crossbody bag. She's it's also just too American. She's it's, also going to have to bad. get used to wearing wellies and shooting and eating a lot more gamey meat, like venison and yeah, boar. Because she's yeah. not going to be able Partridge. to eat the shellfish mm -hmm. like she likes. Yeah. But they eat a lot of that at their yes, castle weekend things, and she's going to have to get some tweed. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Um, That's okay. Learn to love tea. Well, I bet, I yeah, there, there would be some things that would bug me if I had become I would, a British princess. I would I'm just going to gonna say. I would stick to Queen Elizabeth's routine of daytime drinking. <laughs> That's what I would do. She's too young for that. And uh, she's also going to have to get used to freezing in homes. Because all these big castles are just damp. Are cold. They're damp and They're drafty. damp and drafty. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They and are. she's not going to have to be used to, as a California girl, 
no sunshine. But she's been living in Vancouver, so she's used to the she's cold. She's used to the cold and, and the damp. She's dam. used to that, yeah. yeah. All right. She's used to all that stuff. All right, Julia. Uh, mm-hmm. It is time to go because we now must bow down to your random thoughts <laughs> oh, for the day. Oh, wow. Because I, I know how hard you work on these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really am just going to hit her, but that's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, this is just a little fact. Cuteness makes people feel aggression, and that's why you always want to, if you see something cute, you want to pick it up and squeeze it and just squeeze say, it oh, or bite it's so it. Cute. Or, you're so cute, oh, little so puppy. Cute. Oh, I just want to bite you, Little baby, you, you're baby. so cute. And you, you do feel that way. You're you go, so squee. cute. Is that why your grandmother pitches your cheeks? Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the Minnesota Twins who won a game in, uh, they were down in San Juan, Puerto Rico, playing on generators because it was a blackout. It was on at the bowling alley. Yeah. It was, it was on a for five many, many hour, innings. 16 inning game, but wow. they won. Yes. They won. And when you play things that long and you don't win, it's just such a bust. And you counted a win when you're the only light on the whole island that's yes. been without lights for so long. It no. just was just no, like, it was oh my God. It was scheduled <laughs> yeah. made years ago. I, I know. They I were. know someone who was going to go to that game. Like, they thought that would be a fun little vacation so. plan, and it ended up not working out for them, and then they were kind of like, I guess that might have worked out. Yeah. It might have worked out. Okay, so I want to tell you a couple things about today in addition to our great cute fact. Today is bike day. Go go forward and bike. Um, humorous day, aha, aha, and amaretto day. <laughs> Did you like that? That was like, aha. It's <laughs> National <laughs> High Five Day, too. It is. You forgot that I one. I know, but I don't like to high five. I hate right. high five. I like bumping oh. knobs better. I don't okay. like to high five, but it's amaretto oh, day. really? All right, so I thought bumping I would give. Let's go back to bumpy knobs. What is bumping knobs? Well, you know, your knobs. Fist you know, bumps. fist bumps. Oh, fist bumps. What do you bumping think? Knobs bumping knobs is something is, else, Julia. That's wow. a whole... Look at where your Let minds go. Let me explain go. what no, happens sorry. to you. It involves, um, I won't tell you. Don't tell me. Now, did anyone go home last night and measure the difference between their earlobes and the difference between their nipples to see if they were the same difference? Completely forgot to do Again, that. do it at a dinner party. Bring your measuring tape. Okay, it's Amaretto Day. And Amaretto, I'm just going to give Amaretto? Yeah, Amaretto. Amaretto's cousin. Amaretto. What do you think Amaretto is? Amaretto. Amaretto is made out of? It's Almonds. almonds. You know what it's made out of? Mm-hmm. Apricots. Oh. There's almond flavoring in it, and there are maybe some almonds, but the major, the majority of the base is apricots. Mm-hmm. It is from Serrano, Italy. Um, it has... Yeah, because the main one... Amaretto di Serrano. Is di yeah. Serrano. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. And it um, is kind of a big deal. It used to be the second uh, selling... Liqueur I love after, an amaretto after I'm, after dinner. I know, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about amaretto. Right. What do you think the alcohol content is? Hi. Um, what percentage of alcohol is in a beer? Ten percent? Uh, yeah, no. I'm going to say an amaretto. It's sixteen percent. Okay, Danny. It seems a little high. What do you think say it is, Danny? Twelve. Okay, it's twenty-eight. Whoa! Yeah. No <laughs> wonder I like it And so Kahlua, much. which I used to love, is 20, but here's the big one. Grand Marnier? Yeah, that's a big 40%. one. 40%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and that 28% in Amaretto, Amaretto is um, 48 to 56 proof. Mm-hmm. But a good, it does have an almond flavor, like you said, Lori. I love I an love Amaretto, it on too. The rocks. I know. It's so delicious. You ever had it with orange juice? No, I, here's, I here's yeah. what I'm going to give you the this the simple Amaretto Sour. Mm-hmm. It's 
just an ounce and a half of amaretto. And amaretto. Amaretto. Why? Right? Well, I'm just can't. No way. I'm. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I'm not making you nervous. You are too. It's Did you amaretto. know fentanyl was a drug? I are mean, you that's still an earlier on comment. that? I Last am still summer. upset about that. All right. <laughs> what? Amaretto. Amaretto. There we Thank you. Amaretto. So it's an ounce and a half of amaretto, a little simple syrup, and fresh lemon juice. What is simple syrup? It's sugar and water. It's just oh. sugar and water. But do you buy it? You can make it on your own. Just okay. put a little sugar in some water and dissolve it. Okay. And you have an ounce of that and fresh lemon juice, three-fourths of an ounce of that. Doesn't that sound good on ice? It I kind of think sound that good. sounds refreshing. It does. And what does amaretto, amaretto mean in Italian? Uh, Good question. Um, my little love. Oh, that's sweet, Lori. <laughs> no. no, it means a little bitter. Oh, a little, a little bitter. Edo. Edo. Like Geppetto. Yeah. I was right uh, on the my little. Yeah. yeah you shoot. got that. Right. Okay. So um, if you want, if you love pink Starbursts, I never knew pink Starbursts were all the rage. My mother always used to have Starburst candies in her jars, always. Growing up, that was what my mom would put out. And I hated them because I had to unwrap them. And I'm like, why can't we just have M&Ms and chocolate? Or spearmint like, leaves. Or something like other families. We always have to Orange do the slices. extra work. <laughs> yes. We always have to do the extra work. And they work. do eventually get hard. Yeah, those Starbucks. Starburst. Starburst, yeah. So now someone has made a Starburst clothing line because the pink Starburst is the best one. I always like personally the red. Mm-hmm. But someone launched a clothing line called youarepinkstarburst.com. And I kind of like the saying, I'm a pink starburst. So it's kind of cute. You can get little t-shirts and stuff. That's online if you have wanted to wear that and yeah. love those. Yeah. Which you, you don't. You want to wear your, fly your pink starburst flag on your chest. <laughs> Wave that free but you flag. Can, it's just kind of saying, I'm a burst of sunshine. I'm a pink starburst. <laughs> is <Hello>? it now? <laughs> yes, it is. With amaretto. <laughs> okay. What time of the day do we start swearing? If you haven't sworn yet. What time of the day does it kick in? Uh, three o'clock. Okay. <laughs> right when our show starts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Donnie? I know the answer. Right. I can't play. It's 11.54 a.m. Oh. And um, how many stressful events, they've measured this, how many stressful events do you have in a year? And in these, a year? In a year. Yeah. How the stressful, heck did they measure that? Well, according no idea. to this study, the average American expressed um, experiences 1,205 stressful events a year. Ooh. These are from money, not getting enough sleep, our job, our significant other, our kids, family yeah. responsibility, news, Ooh. politics, blah, blah, blah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, you gotta roll with flow. You do. That's right. You do. Do you, what time, what's your favorite swear word? Does it start with an S or an F? 
I like um, dink. It reminds it rhymes with buckery. Yeah, you do like that one. I like that uh-huh. one. Just you to do. describe a general general yeah. situation. What like the hell that is this buckery <laughs> right. going on right. okay. with all of this? That yes. is my favorite yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine has changed really? in the new and improved me this year, mm-hmm. in 2018. I've really tried not to swear. I'm doing way better, except for I did it on the air, I believe. Well, yeah, but I, don't, I do notice no, that you're not... I'm, you're not uh, using you, it as my main word. Yeah, you're not using it as your main adjective anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm really trying. Okay, as far as dealing with stress, though, in this study. It does help to swear. It does. That's yeah. why people swear. But mm-hmm. they also say three things that people find the most calming for stress. Mm-hmm. Working out. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that one, too. Boy, Screwing. oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, Screwing sure. didn't make the list, Lori. <laughs> it should have. Drinking. That one didn't either. Okay. <laughs> and having an sour. Um, Did you cover this one? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. That was the first oh, one. That was the first one I thought of. The right. number one way is listening to the radio. Oh, listening oh, to the Low J show. Welcome, yeah. everybody. That's mm-hmm. very nice. Isn't that nice? So I thought that all worked out. It's Rep- soothing to listen to other people talk yeah. about nothing or something or whatever. Sometimes there's a little mm-hmm. nugget of something in mm-hmm. here. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, this next one, I just don't believe the higher your salary, the more stressed you are, is true. But they also say that um, people who make um, between fifty and $75,000 are the happiest people in the world. Yes, I've heard that. I've heard that, too. Yeah. We've heard this study before mm-hmm. about this economics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the highest job satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the more money you make, too, the more stresses uh, you well, might the have more you more hours buy you got to put in right, or whatever. Right, 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 know. right. Okay, now what age, Kenny, do you think you became an old person? Oh, geez. Last you, week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You think it just happened to you? I'm, I'm really excelling at it, too. Virtually everything irritates me. <laughs> I, everything. I'll watch what? for that. Yeah. I, really, uh, it does kind I'm of I'm waiting. You're still to waiting? become an old person? <laughs> yeah, I, that hasn't happened to me yet. It's surprising when it happens, Lori, because you find yourself bitching about something that used to give, bring you great joy yeah, and pleasure. Yeah, no, so for that, the yeah. only thing that's aged on me really, really hard are my feet, because I haven't been able to wear high <laughs> heels in so yeah. long. They have aged So do you walk around moaning about your aching feet? <laughs> no, I don't, because oh. I wear the cute, comfortable shoes. Well, then you're not right. old yet. Mm-mm. I mean, you haven't gotten old yet. You went through a period where you were old, but you snapped out of it. I did snap out of it. <laughs> I, did. I think you slapped my face. Snap out of it. Snap out of it, rubber band girl. <laughs> You're younger than me. Really? <laughs> nah. All, All right. right. Well, after we, uh, after traffic, Daddy Kenny gives us the traffic. When we come back, we've got uh, some Tina Fey, Amy Schumer news, and the reviews are in for Amy Schumer's "I Feel Pretty." All right, this one's sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, and it's a fresh left shoulder. Come. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Now, now? People can only hear what we talk about off the air. If only. Yeah, okay, so go ahead. Netflix trending reports say that the streaming service has been looking into purchasing movie theaters in L.A. and New York to gain an edge in award nominations. Solo, A Star Wars Story trending. Disney released the official poster for the upcoming Solo, A Star Wars Story. And Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian appears to be stealing the show for many fans. He is front and center. 
as he should be. Michelle Williams trending. The singer and Destiny's Child member is engaged to Pastor Chad Johnson. Also trending today, National High Five Day. And Deadpool 2 trending. The final trailer is out for the superhero movie starring Ryan Reynolds. And Deadpool 2 is in theaters on May 18th. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. You slow down, Bruno Mars. Uh, anyway, Donna Love is here. Julia is here. And uh, we... So am I. And so are you. We have posted Whoa, the yeah. Deadpool 2, the final trailer. Take a look at that if you're a fan of the first Deadpool. This did you ever see it, Lauren? Yes. You did see it? Yeah. It's funny. So funny. Okay. And um, anyway, uh, Julia, you said yesterday that you were really anxious about seeing the Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty. I have good news and bad news for you. Okay. It's basically getting like C, C minus. That's okay. Okay. Um, it's earning very unenthusiastic reviews. Yeah. And uh, this one, this this critic um, from Film Inc. calls it a lazily written, quickly forgettable beige-o-rama. And that seems to be even the critics who like it, they like it. It's just not... Well, here's some of the things. It's okay. the 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 message falls flat. Seems to be the main criticism of okay. "I Feel Pretty." The Hollywood Reporter, not as gutsy as it wants to be, Chicago De- De- Tribune said it's depressing and a weirdly scrambled message. Rolling Stone called it a bit hypocritical because the premise is this uh, average uh, woman who works for. A beauty company, she falls and hits her head during an exercise class, and the concussion makes her think she's pretty. Right. Okay, she so has, that's the she suffers from low self-esteem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deadline says it's trying to be big, but it falls short. Ha ha. Oh, that's funny. Wall Street Journal said, I feel pretty is more alarming than charming. Entertainment Weekly said the feel-good message is just skin deep on this one. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Vulture said it works fine if you don't think too hard about the premise. And the New York Times said it is does not go skin deep. The funniest person in the movie, Michelle Williams, I guess, steals the movie in this comedic role as her boss. Oh, I like that. Busy Phillips Uh is in it. And... The the thing that I got from reading all of this and the person from like the Pioneer Press, they gave it the two and a half stars. Okay. Is that even though it's saying, oh, have inner beauty, have confidence, and then your outer beauty will match your inner beauty. Right. Apparently, the message of the movie is still at the end of the day, being young, slender, and having high cheekbone. And yay, here's your inner beauty uh inner beauty uh, medal for those of you who aren't that way, but you feel like that. Yay for you. Okay, well, here's oh. what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, here's what I'm going to say. So, I, I don't need to get a message putting, out of it. Yeah, no, She's no. not photoshopped in any of it. She sat down, um, Amy Schumer sat down with Gail King this morning and she said, wouldn't it be fun if cellulite was just all the rage? It would be so wonderful. And I, I don't go to these kind of movies for meaning. You yeah. know, I think it just looks like a girlfriend funny movie. That's all I'm going to take it for, and that's all I want from it because I think I'll be curious to see if it does fit that bill. That's all I would want from because it. That's what I don't girls, want. Meeting Girls Trip was that hysterical. It was laugh, uh, hysterical. Um, 
this one endless joke apparently is the reason why the critics are not liking it. That okay. it's it's all right. That's, and, and people are also like, and Amy Schumer doesn't exactly have to put her head in, you know, like in a bag. It's not like she looks well. Again, I mean, wow. Yeah. If we did this for all the Marvel movies and yeah, everything, yeah, what what's the theme? And are you getting mm-hmm. it out of it? And did they beat it on its head? I mean, they just say if it's a fun movie to watch or a bad movie to watch, it's, they're really going at her for this. I mean, who cares? Well, no, I mean, I don't know that anyone's going at her. It's the same thing that everybody, you know, all movies go through that are... Um, yeah. Was it good or bad? Yeah. They don't like it. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I bet I rent it. They, they, Lori, I bet you I'm, do too. I'm just still waiting for you to go see the number one movie out there, A Quiet Place, the and, quiet then, place. and then we I can know. see. I actually, I think um, Trainwreck was hysterical, I thought. You yeah. know, I like Amy Schumer. I yeah. kind of like her message in this one. I guess there's one very, very funny scene where she's in a bikini don't contest. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't That's tell just, us. I'm just saying, you know. One of the reviews I read and this is just this person's opinion, is she's kind of starting to play the same character in her sure. movies. And here's That's the fair. Washington Post. That's like Post. Fat Amy in yeah. the Pitch yeah. Perfect movies. The Rebel, yeah, yeah. Rebel Wilson. A Washington Post, Michael Sullivan said, I feel pretty wants to eat its cake and have it too, inviting us to laugh at women because of how they look while scolding us for doing so. Oh. And that's sort of the okay, what the it. Chicago yeah. Tribune yeah. said. It's just like, make up your mind. Which sure. way are you going? Oh. And... Uh, that it's just, you know, so anyway. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's too bad for her. But yep. she's she's very happy. She's very happy about it. Tina uh, Fey uh, uh, and Amy Schumer both are going to host final episodes, uh, the final two episodes of SNL. Amy Schumer will do the penultimate. That's yes, right. And Tina Fey will do the last one. Mm-hmm. Amy Schumer's musical guest will be Casey Musgraves. We love her. And Nicki Minaj will be on board for Tina Fey. And last night, Tina Fey was at the Tribeca Film Festival, which Robert De Niro started. And she introduce Love Gilda, which is a documentary that's getting rave reviews yes. about Gilda Radner. It sounds, I now that sounds really good. Yeah, and uh, so she got all teary-eyed. And I think Gilda really, you know. She was a trailblazer. She totally Absolutely. was, and so funny. SNL, oh my gosh. She died at the age of like 42 of uterine cancer, or was it ovarian? I think it was ovarian. Ovarian. And Married to Gene Wilder. Wilder. So anyway, she just, uh, I guess that is getting very good reviews. I don't know when Love Gilda will get here, but we know. I feel pretty opens this weekend. If you saw it and you don't like it, don't say that you weren't warned. And if you liked it, and, tell us. You know, you can tell us that too if you want. Uh-huh. We don't know, you know, when we're going to see it. I've got to go see, like you said, a quiet place. It's finally going to get nice out. I think so. Maybe we don't have to rely on television and movies, movies and right. books as our sole source of entertainment. Uh, oh my gosh! Well, some of the things that are coming out at the U Symposium on Prince, because that's Ooh. one of the things mm-hmm. Prince. Mm-hmm. These are um, interesting. Yeah, these were uh, revelations that happened at a. Uh, it was moderated by the Purple Rain assistant director and tour manager Craig Rice. And uh, it was a group of, um, you know, Mighty Garcia was the main draw, but there were a lot of people who worked random jobs for him for many years, including what this reporter is calling the hilarious hairdresser, Kim Berry. And here's some of the highlights of this symposium, because we did not know this has been going on at the U all week. Okay, uh-huh. so um, Berry once dared to ask the boss, Prince, why he 
had her up at 5.30, I'm doing this here. Are you going somewhere? And he said, no, I'm going to bed. He <laughs> said, the flyest man in the world even had to go to bed looking fly. I love that. Looking amazing. <laughs> um, a bodyguard, Harlan Austin, is the one who claimed he could uh, gauge Prince's uh, big assortments of moods and personalities by what he was wearing. If he dressed down, you knew it was going to be cool. If he was sharp, watch out. Uh-huh. Um, on his movie busyness, Prince were, worked with this the filmmaker Craig Rice um, on many movie projects after Purple Rain, including the rather incredible to hear about project for new kids on the block around the height of their teeny bopper fame. He didn't want every movie he made to be about him. And um, as for a movie he did get made, he told a story about the time Prince told him to toughen up as they stayed up for four nights straight to get through the editing process of Graffiti Bridge. But it was Prince who finally caved. Mid-sentence, he fell asleep, and I said, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he wrote a script for a New Kids on the Block, a movie. It never got made. Also, the first manager at Chanhassen, Mm -hmm. which is this Craig Rice, he said, uh, during construction, Prince uh, wanted to be able to record in the bathroom. If you wanted, and you could hang a semi truck from the ceiling. Why? I don't know, but he wanted it to be strong enough. The ceiling where maybe where they do, he rehearsed and did right. band things. And then the, the bathrooms are incredible at Paisley Park. I've never been, Lauren. Yeah. Um, on his literally nonstop songwriting habits, his hairdresser, Kim Barry, remembered sitting next to Prince on a flight to Hawaii. They were going on vacation. He never stopped working throughout the flight. He kept scribbling ideas on pieces of paper. And when Kim told him, relax and stop working, he said, I can't. When one song stops in my head, another one begins. Added Kim, I actually felt sorry for him. Right. And Calm down. Calm down your brain. Mm -hmm. And then on his unforgettable Super Bowl performance in the rain in Mm -hmm. Miami, Kim Berry, the hairdresser, once again had the best insight. She said he wanted to look his best for the big gig in 2007. And as they got ready, his hair looked flawless. And then the downpour started. He said, find me a scarf, find me a hat. They found the now famous black do-rag wrap, which he coolly tossed aside at the end of the flawless Set. When he threw that do-rag in the audience, Kim gleefully recounted, I said, that's showbiz. That's the coolest brother in the world that can dance underwater. That's cool. That's great cool. Stuff. That's yeah. a great quote. Yeah. yeah, so. That's fun. That, oh. and, and we did hear uh, yesterday that, you know, the memoir that Prince uh, was going to start writing on and he didn't get very much written 50 right. pages it's going to be called the beautiful ones that will be published so uh, maybe they have found journals and other things i hope and, so yeah, wouldn't so, that be great yeah so just we'll, in time for the holidays yeah i know it all right listen we come back we've got a lot to hollywood speak including is it really that hard to say you were right so what are you trying to say the meaning of this what is the meaning of this last night in the new york housewives julia oh are you watching it oh god of course i'm watching new york housewives i watch all of the housewives are you kidding me what is going on there well luann luann had a dinner leaned over to bethany and said you were bleeping right 
because remember Bethany oh, yes. showed her the photo and warned her about Tom Diagostino. Not to marry the guy yeah. because he was making out with someone else in the hotel. And she said, between you and I, I just want to say I should have kind of heeded your warning. I was in love. Love is blind. And and Franco said, Bethany said, listen, Luann, you don't have to apologize to me, but I know you really want to say you were right to me. And Luann <laughs> said, I do. You were bleeping okay. right i don't know why that's hard sometimes for people to admit when somebody is right i mean you know oh, i'm looking pot i'm looking pot at you right now Every, well everybody everybody yeah. has a hard time people sometimes. do I, people have an easier time i think once they're 50 to say it it is definitely <laughs> no really it's really? much much right. harder to do when you're younger you'll never admit it i've never had a hard time with that one no, but I can think yeah. of a few instances yeah. where you I've have, held out. Yeah, you've like, held out. But yep. anyway, and I was like, yeah, no kidding. Finally, Luann, because she kept just, you know, oh, and, and, and Bethany was like, I know you're going to feel better if you just say it to me. I love Bethany. Because Lu- Bethany did like almost start crying she because. Did. She was just she like reminded, secret. and but no, she showed her the photo. No, I know, but of Tom Hoovering, another woman. I mean, there was such a big French kiss. There was her friend was like uh, an arm away from Tom, and he's like this woman. No, and Bethany shows. She's like, you can't marry him. This is your boyfriend last night at the Regent, right. and she started crying. She I didn't watch that episode. Oh, this is last year. I watched it. Yeah, that I one. Did. Yeah. So this is just happened last night yeah. where Luann. Well, I bet that felt good because yeah. she was right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she was right. Okay. Do you notice a riff at all between Carol and Bethany yet? Not yet. Okay. We haven't seen that haven't play seen out. That. Okay. We haven't seen that play out. Uh, Mariah Carey mm-hmm. says about uh, Stella, the ex-manager, she has been spreading false rumors. We knew this was happening, and like I said, I think that's why she got went out with her story about having bipolar two last week to get out ahead to of get that out story, ahead of, the story. of Stella, who was going to out her. Absolutely, Stella. 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 What does our inside Mariah Carey whack-a-mole guy have to say about all of this? I have not. Um, he was at Magnolia Farms yesterday, hanging out with those two. Yeah, Chip and Joanna. Yes, he was. So I don't know what's going on. But uh, um, she also said, you know, about the sexual harassment claims that Stella has against Mariah because she was naked a lot of the Uh times. She said she doesn't have anything. They're frivolous and baseless. She has been spreading false rumors to any media outlet that will publish them. We will not respond to lies and threats. No, they just responded. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Paula Patton's boyfriend wants everyone to know that he and his wife were quote unquote separated before he started dating the actress. Mm -hmm. She's not a homewrecker. Well, that's what people always say. I know, but I really think it was a poor choice. They've only been going out for one month Month and to take him and to take him on a media tour. She hasn't been in anything in a long time, Mm -hmm. you know, and so she takes him out on a media tour. He's newly separated. Maybe it was a month ago. Maybe it was five weeks ago. Maybe it was six months ago. It doesn't matter. She's new with him. Why take him out on the road? I'll tell you why. Because Robin Thicke has has the little boy. Who cares? I know, but she's just thinking of the love drug that's coursing through her body right now. Keep him at home. You don't need to take him out and show him to the media and everybody. But, you know, he maybe, he told her he was separated for, you know. Six months. Here's what what they always say. 
It's been over between us for, for years. two years, but I just moved out. Mm. Or it's mm-hmm. been over between us, for and years. I'm staying in the basement. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not even that I've moved anymore. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, that, and he also this. Um, his name is what is it? Zach Quitman. I'm gonna. He said obviously about his ex-wife saying that they were not separated. Yeah. Obviously, there's three sides to every story. Uh, and no, I'm there's not, not. And I'm not pointing the finger or saying anyone's wrong. But we were definitely separated before I moved on. And okay. that just looks horrible for him to even comment on this because by saying three sides, it means he's saying his side, Paula's side, and the wife's right. side. He's side, admitting yeah. the triangle. Yeah. And Anna Good doing that in the media as they share children together. But you know who's clapping? Robin Thicke? Uh, Robin Thicke. No. no, the PR people for the movie Traffic, Traffic that we never <laughs> that we never would have heard about if You're it right. wasn't for this story. You're right. That's who's going to get the end result. All right, fine. Okay, Charlize Theron and uh, Us Weekly. She talks about uh, motherhood, and she said, "Sometimes I lose my mind." And this is a <laughs> newsflash about motherhood. <laughs> She said, uh, yeah, well, she, yeah, she said, sometimes I lose my mind. Raising kids is not through rose-colored lenses. There is a real grit to it. She plays an exhausting suburban mom in this movie. Okay. Totally so that's why she's getting okay. all these Yeah, I would just questions. say, um, duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That happens, too. That's another perk. Everything is going to pass? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Uh, I don't know what you think of this. Brandy Glanville says her feud with Eddie and Leanne is over and that they've hashed everything out. Well, we saw a picture, a selfie of Leanne Rimes. I mean, this is shocking news. Because just a year ago, they were beefing. Yep. And just six months ago, they were beefing. And this has been going on for years, since 2009, when Leanne Rimes years. starred in a Lifetime movie with Eddie Cibrian up north in Canada. They filmed it and they had an affair and then he left Brandy, Brandy for, for Leanne. Mm-hmm. So it's been a rough is start. It, is it selfish of, of us to sigh and be glad it's over? No, or wish I'm relieved. they were still at war? No, I'm relieved it's over for those kids. I love kids. their years-long feud. It was I'm, so much fun. I'm relieved for the kids because now the kids don't have to have 17 different birthday parties. They can just have one. All right. They don't have to have... Listen, whenever parents get along, if you have kids... Maybe the new trend will be long-time friend enemies uh, make up and start making money together on Insta. Oh, there you go. It's a plan. There you go. <laughs> but you still don't or think Leanne Eddie's going to give her a kid. Huh? Well, no. Eddie, Eddie's not going to give her I was just going to say, no. Eddie Leanne Rimes gets pregnant and her Pilates, her coach, her Lamaze coach is Brandy Glanville. Yeah, no, no, no. Eddie got snipped and clipped years ago. Okay. He's just never, like you say, George Clooney. George did. Clooney, and Lori he never knows told Eddie penis vasectomy history. She's no, I know some Hollywood urologists. Yeah, I'm who've sure done you the do. Snip really? and clip yep. And, yep. You've got and the he did that on the vast difference. I'll tell you why Eddie Cibrian had a vasectomy because he and Brandy were done with kids, and he knew he was a zipper guy who could not keep his zipper up, and he was going to be fooling around. He could not take a chance that someone <laughs> was going to try and get and once the you baby. know you were a zipper guy, yeah, you need to deal with that. And and he dealt with it, and he and Brandy were done having children, and he never got around to telling Leanne, and he just keeps putting her off by putting her in an orgasmic haze as much as possible, and she still can't believe that she got him, because remember, as Brandy Glanville wrote in her memoir, which I read, they, on a pretty regular basis, had threesomes, and Brandy would get different girlfriends to be part of it. Mm-hmm. How does... How do you, as the next wife, compete with that? Maybe he grew out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I think I think that that's something that drives Leanne uh, crazy. Oh my gosh! You know, unless you know, maybe I think maybe maybe they love each other. What about that? Oh, Julia! I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, so- I'm sorry that I go there every yeah. once in well, a while. Well, that's all right. I mean, they have been together, but I mean, he doesn't steadily act. He's no, in he things doesn't. that gets canceled. They're living off of her um, her residuals from Blue. He does have a new series coming. What up. is it? I think he's going to be in. Wasn't he's he's going to be a private detective? And she was concerned about the woman who's going to be his oh, yeah. co-star. Yes, Can I right. tell you how beautiful he is? He is beautiful, he's and just, we've liked him in various different TV really shows, have. but none of them ever last. No, we wanted the Playboy Club to last, and that, that lasted three weeks. episodes. Three. Three. All right, you're right. Yeah, damn it. There's <laughs> only three. We watched all three. We're like, what? That okay. was over so quick. Okay, we never have got Blake, the Blake Shelton thing from the People magazine where he said, um, I think about it, about getting married to Gwen Stefani. I don't think it's anytime soon or anything. The more time that goes by, I guess. She, she wants to get married and he doesn't. She really wants and to get married. And he might marry her if she sticks around for another five years. I don't know why I feel Do about you think, that. You don't think that he'll marry her? I don't think he's in a rush to remarry. Remember, this would be his third marriage. That's right. People are gun shy, speaking from experience. You rushed into your third marriage after knowing someone for three months. I know, but I was gun shy for, <laughs> for, for a, a month. For a month. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. 